welcome back to the Jenna Heckle Podcast. We have a friend from far away this time, not a Sioux Falls local, so that's pretty cool. And unfortunately, not how I planned, having kind of a follow-up episode to the Grizz Grizz episode. We have Andrew Shogren here. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks for having me. It feels weird to say your name, because you're not Andrew Shogren, you're Shrew. This is Shrew. So I'm just going to introduce you as that. This is Shrew. So, Shrew, oh wow, you turned up the volume. No, you're good. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. I noticed that right as I was talking. So, Shrew, tell me, tell me, where are you from? I am from Michigan. Yeah. I grew up in the Upper Peninsula, and now I live in Detroit. Okay. So, tell, tell the listeners how we know each other, because I like to start start my podcast with how I know the people I'm interviewing, because I don't like interviewing strangers. It's more fun to interview my friends. So basically, I had an internship in Sioux Falls. I'm sorry. <laughs> that bad (laughs) (laughs) it's just not the up well yeah nothing is but oh okay so i had an internship here i guess it's two summers ago now in 2018 okay and then got here and started playing ultimate and then met the ultimate people and that's where you came in yeah basically i forced my friendship on you i had this thing last year where i was like if i meet somebody i think is cool i'm just gonna tell we're gonna become friends and that's basically what i did i was like this guy seems cool and he says his name is true so i think i think we'll be pretty good friends and we just kind of just i don't know went from there and like I don't know. It's just like, I was like, anybody that doesn't want to be my friend after I force my friendship on them, it's cool. But somehow, a whole year later, we're still friends. Yep. Yeah. And that is exactly what happened. You forced your friendship on me. Yeah, and no, I'm not sad about it. <laughs> not sad about it. So you were in Sioux Falls for a summer, and like your internship was where? I worked for Poet. Okay. I was an environmental engineering intern. I basically did air permitting all summer, okay. and that essentially entailed just filling out government forms for new permit applications. Sounds terrible. Sounds like something I would hate. <laughs> it was a lot of just paperwork and not much engineering at all. Okay. So you went to college for in- engineering. That's Would you graduate with this past December? I graduated in December with an environmental engineering degree. Okay. And now, where where do you work now? Tell us about that. Okay, so I work in downtown Detroit. I work for a consulting engineering firm, and I was hired as a civil engineer, actually. Okay. Because civil and environmental are kind of sort of in the same realm. Mm-hmm. Hired as a civil engineer in the water group for my company. Mm-hmm. And what that entails is basically just... I design water mains around the city. Okay. And basically the city of Detroit is going through a period right now where they're trying to replace the old mains that they had. Okay. And basically upgrade the system so that the water mains aren't going to break as often and are going to be able to supply the water that is needed. Okay. And I work with AutoCAD basically designing the plan view and the profile view of all of these water mains in the neighborhoods that we are redesigning. Sounds really complicated. But, like, something you really enjoy. 
Yeah, it, it's not too bad. Um, it's a little bit tedious, just kind of what I'm doing, where I'm working with AutoCAD all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, not really getting to do new things when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm doing the civil side of things. I just had a weird like throat burp. <laughs> that was so gross. <laughs> um, so obviously we met through ultimate we should keep talking about yeah? my job yeah. okay you should go for it you, you pause you when you make those okay. awkward like silent pauses i like yeah i don't know what to do i, I do so, awkward pauses sometimes yeah, i'm you, sorry okay go ahead finish what you're saying <laughs> so i'll let you finish my company knew that i had an environmental background so right they i guess st- sort of started me doing some environmental work as well okay and that's been uh, a broader range of things that I've been working on. Mm-hmm. So I've been like writing reports, analyzing data. Um, I actually just got out in the field last week for my first time doing just some site reconnaissance, but it's, <laughs> it's all over my head. I'm trying really hard to seem like I understand what you're saying, but I really don't. I'm sorry. It's okay. You can keep talking. Though. It's really interesting. Like, I'm happy to hear about it because whenever I ask you about your job, you're like, oh, it's fine. Oh. Well. Yeah. Well, like, keep talking. I'm like happy to hear about it. Site reconnaissance is basically just going to the site and taking pictures. Okay. That's it. That's, I like taking pictures. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's up my alley. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, I was out there to do a phase one assessment, environmental mm-hmm. assessment, and... Like I said, it was just taking pictures of all of the potential issues, environmental issues that are at that site. Okay. Sorry, I got a burp again. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Feeling's gone. I hate that. So, is that like, is that it then? You, or do you, you have more responsibilities? Are you like, are you on a team? Like, or is it just you all by your lonesome? Well... I, I guess I do have a team. When I'm doing my the, the civil side of things, right. I my team is basically four or five people. Mm-hmm. A couple of them are more higher up doing the project management and the, I guess, actual design. Mm-hmm. And then they pass that on to me to do the grunt work of making the documents look the way that our client needs the documents to look. Okay. That's pretty cool. And then with the environmental side, I guess it's just kind of whoever needs help that day and there's, I guess, a bigger team and they sort of do different things. So okay. so sometimes I'm helping one person, sometimes I'm helping somebody else. That's really cool. Wow. That's pretty awesome. But so as far as like work goes, is it what you expected you'd be getting when you graduated college or is it like way not what you expected? Once I got the job, I was pretty aware of what I was going to be doing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know if it's necessarily exactly what I was hoping I would find a job in. Okay. But, like, you're happy with it? Or do you feel like you want to, like, further down your career potentially change something? I'm happy with it right now. Yeah. So it's really good that they're kind of giving me different things to do, the civil side and the environmental side. Uh-huh. It's really allowing me to broaden my horizons and sort of, I guess, get into the industry a little bit more uh-huh. and become more well-rounded Okay. and more valuable to the company. And it's interesting for me to be able to 
do different things. If one group is really slow at the time, then I have another group to fall back on and do work with them. Awesome. That's cool. Well, good for you. Remember when you graduated college, you're like, here's to unemployment. And I was like, that's not <laughs> going to be the case for you because I know you're going to find a job and it's going to be super, super easy for you. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> it was, like, it's not going to be super easy, but you were going to be just fine finding a job. And I was like, you don't have to worry about anything. So I want to kind of circle back to Ultimate a little bit. So obviously you grew up in Michigan. You were born, born and raised there, and that's a pretty big state for Ultimate. Tell us how you started. Well, I think calling Michigan a big state for Ultimate is... It's bigger than South Dakota. That's, that, that's true. Um, like, that's, okay. that's big to me. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Upper Peninsula, there, where I live, there is zero Ultimate. Okay, so, so it's I, basically I, South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had zero exposure to Ultimate until I got to college. Uh-huh. And it was just the weirdest thing. Um, one of my friends, who was a couple years older than me, mm-hmm. went to Michigan State. And the summer before I went to college, we were just throwing a Frisbee around at the beach. And mm-hmm. he said, like, oh, you know, there's a club team at Michigan State. Maybe you should play for them. And at that point, like, I was... I did cross country and track in high school and I didn't really exactly want to keep going just running all the time. Right. And wanted to kind of I wanted to stay active. Yeah. And but you didn't want to be as active as your brother and run all the time. Well, yeah. that's a little bit of a <laughs> uh, Am so, I going to start a fight? <laughs> we'll see, maybe. Okay. You keep talking like that. <laughs> Jacob, I'm I'm for team Jacob. <laughs> That's my favorite yeah. twin. Mm. 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 Sorry. Go ahead. Finish. You're a cross country. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely winning brownie points with your twin brother today. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Jacob. Yeah. Let's shout just out talk Jacob. about him. <laughs> yeah. We only care about Jacob Schrogren. That's the only <laughs> twin we like here. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Finish, so my, finish what you're my saying. My friend Joe Snowert was telling me like oh there's this club team at Michigan State and I got to campus my first day and decided that I wanted to reach out to the team Mm -hmm. and check them out and see what they were all about Mm -hmm. and pretty much from the first tryout I went to I was hooked I knew I was gonna play ultimate all through college and then kind of see where it took me from there nice so you played all four years of college or do you feel like your team was very good in the aspect of like college teams or middle ground or not good at all? So I was on the B team my first two years. <laughs> I mean, it sucks to say you were on the B team for two yeah. years, but at the same time, like that just means... That was the first time you played the sport, so... Yeah, that means you're not good enough. You don't have good enough throws. You're too short. Like yeah. there's so many things going against you in ultimate mm-hmm. when you can't throw a disc and yeah, you're five four like <laughs> the only reason i'm on a club team is because i'm tall let's be real it's true yeah. yeah yeah i'll accept that that's the only reason i made made the team i'm on is because i'm the second tallest person <laughs> and my sister being the tallest <laughs> um but you were on the b team it was good for you because you learned a lot absolutely yeah yeah my first two years were just all about like experiencing I, I guess well f- first off like being at a big school because mm-hmm. my high school was tiny mm-hmm. I graduated with 41 kids and then I moved into a dorm my freshman year where 
the entire dorm was bigger than my city. Like, the one dorm building I lived in was bigger than St. Ignace. That's insane. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to mentally, like, picture that. I'm like, poor little baby shrew. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be so terrifying. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, but, so, so anyway, finish. <laughs> yeah, so two years on the B team, it was just, like, getting to Michigan State and yeah. finding my way there and then... I guess realizing later on that ultimate was what I wanted to devote my time to yeah. and devote all my time to. Literally. Oh, literally, literally all, my time. all your time to. <laughs> she doesn't have time for friends, a social life, or a girl. <laughs> He's got to play ultimate. It's absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely yeah. right. So then your third year, did you make the A team? My third year, I made the A team. Okay. Uh, and that's, I guess, when I started to really really focus on ultimate and not just playing ultimate Mm -hmm. but sort of like the culture around it and Mm -hmm. watching big tournaments and learning new players and being able to be a fan of really good players Mm -hmm. i feel like that was me like this past year like i mean i've always played ultimate but until like i met you like i was like well there's like other ultimate things that like, you can be a fan of or, like, understand the culture, really. Because I feel like I've always known the culture but never been in it. Not until you're right. on, like, a club team mm-hmm. or, like, a college team. Yeah. And my f- first year playing club was after my junior year, actually. Yeah. What team did you play for after your junior year? I played on the club team four. <laughs> yeah? Yep. Yeah? I-, I know previous guests of this podcast have been a little, a little critical. salty on the floor, <laughs> maybe? Just a little bit. Maybe just a little. But can you blame them? No, I mean, <laughs> we played each other, and yeah. we beat them fair and square. Yeah. And and he's, sal- he's salty he's about it. He's salty about it, yeah. Because yeah. we're just a bunch of college kids who are better than he is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, Am I allowed so to say sorry. that? <laughs> no, I'm, it didn't come from my mouth, but it came from you. I'm, I have nothing to do with that statement, Grizz, I swear. It's every that's everything she was saying. All right, but yeah, so you played four. How was your first club experience? It was awesome. Yeah, like just being able to like co- college is nice. Like mm-hmm. you're playing other good teams, but not every team you play is good, and not right. everybody on every team is good. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing club at like a me- uh, even a medium level, mm-hmm. everyone on every team is very good yeah like you have to bring your a game every single time you're playing those i teams. can speak from experience yeah you yeah. really do you can't just slack in a point there's no slacking in anything mm-hmm. in club it's a hundred percent or nothing yep and like i've had a couple points where i was so mad at myself about something i had to tell my coach like i can't play right now <laughs> because it would not be i would play like an idiot if i if i played this angry at myself <laughs> So it is. It really is like a hundred percent or nothing at club. I know nothing about college ultimate because I literally didn't go to college and I didn't play any college ultimate. My amount of ultimate, like in any form of competitiveness before this season on a club team, has been very little. Like I played on a quote unquote club team in high school, and so like that was my like tournament experience was the youth national championship Mm -hmm. which they didn't have as tight of rules back then (laughs) as they do now and they don't just let any team play (laughs) because my first team that went was a women's team and half of our girls were 
like from Minnesota. It was like girls from like one side of the state and then like um this like this side of the state and a couple girls we picked up from Minnesota. And I actually played uh one of my teammates from my very first year in uh Cooler last two weekends ago. That's really cool. Yeah. Like I didn't recognize her till halfway through the game. I was like, holy crap, that's Sophia. Like <laughs> I was like, we played together when we were like eighteen. Like <laughs> That seems like, no, it was like, I was like 17. Holy crap. Yeah, no, I was like 17 years old. So, yeah, no, club, the club ultimate experience is far different than any, like, experience I think you can have as an ultimate Frisbee player. Mm-hmm. Even if you're on a really good team or a really bad team or a nice middle-of-the-road team. I just think that you really don't know, like, you don't experience true ultimate culture until you play a club. Yes. Yeah. So you played for four, mm-hmm. and yep. that first year, and then last year as well. Right. Okay. Yep. So four, I guess, was around for two years. Uh, f- I guess four originally came about as sort of a B team for High Five. Okay. And High Five is was the elite men's team from Ann Arbor and Columbus. Uh-huh. And there were two, I guess, B teams for them. There was four, and then there was a team in Columbus that was also around just for one year. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna make a lot of noise. I gotta like unfold my legs. Sorry, it's my legs going numb. Okay, you can finish. Um, I'm done with I, all the noise. I don't noise. know where I was going. You were like you were <laughs> talking about different cl- teams. Like, okay. Yes. So, plan for four. It was essentially. Oh, it was like a B team of high five. It was you and the B, B team. B, <laughs> B team of high five. Um. Essentially, what we were was just almost like an all-star team of college players from around the state. Okay. So we had the top end of players from Michigan State, from Grand Valley, from Michigan Tech, and then we picked up a couple people from University of Michigan and then just a couple other people from other Midwest teams that <laughs> that live in the area, um, like in the metro Detroit area, mm-hmm. and just basically... Our strategy was to just try to outrun teams. Like, we were going to huck it and That's, try to run them down. That was your strategy? That was our strategy, yeah. Not, there were, like, no easy short I, throws, just huck it to each I other mean, deep all the time. What a douchey college team. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, Ugh. I'm sorry. I actually, I, I went and watched, was it sectionals or regionals? Regionals. Regionals. Yeah. In Chicago. Which was probably the craziest thing I've ever done for a friend. But part of me felt like I needed to see what a club tournament looked like. Because mm-hmm. I had never gone to one. And like you were kind of inspiring me to start thinking about playing for club. Because you're largely one of the reasons that I decided to try out for any club teams at all that were sort of near me. And so I was like, well, we're going to do this. And it's going to be really, really, really fun and really, really short trip to Chicago. Yeah. I had just started, like, my job. I couldn't take any time off on Friday. <laughs> and we didn't get to, the, like, the like the city that it was in until, like, 3 a.m. or something like that. And Austin, I think, at that time was questioning my judgment on a lot of things. And I was like, no, this will be awesome. We're going to see a couple friends. We're going to go into the city. It's going to be awesome. Like, we're going to have fun. Like, through clenched teeth. Like, we're going to have fun. 
And like that was like kind of eye opening because I was like, holy crap, this is like actually really intense and competitive and like something I can be on board with if mm-hmm. I make a club team if I decide to do that. That was like kind of my thought process when I was watching you guys play. And you were a bunch of young college guys who you did hug it deep to each other a lot, but yeah, I you mean, didn't. And you you were fresh and you had a lot of like really like fast guys. Yeah, over the course of two years, we. We got a lot better at ultimate, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to rely on just hucking it to our top two or three players every time. All like, your tall guys, well, all your fast guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we we grew together as a team. Yeah, and then got really good at ultimate. Mm-hmm. You did lose games, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. Everyone loses games. I know. But you make it sound like you're undefeatable. The B team of High Five is undefeatable, and they had terrible colored jerseys. <laughs> terrible well, jerseys is, is one it, it interpretation. It's not terrible. It's just the fact that gold was your, like, light. Like, really... It's, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't agree with that. Yeah, exactly. But now you don't have to worry about it because right, it's yeah. my jersey now. <laughs> I don't have a gold. You don't have a gold. Is it anymore. a light? Is it dark? That's it's, your problem. That's my problem now. <laughs> At least my team's jerseys have white and black, and you don't really mm. have to worry about that ever because you don't have to think about it. You just put on your dark jersey, and it's dark. Where I'm like wearing gold, and I'm like, I know it's a dark, but <laughs> mentally, I know it's a light. Because that's what it was, was the light, quote-unquote light. But now it's mine. And you can't... It's all yours. You probably can't get it back. It's probably yeah. my favorite jersey in, in, like, how it, like, like fits. Like, it's so soft. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What was the brand? So, we go through Alt. Ah, okay. It's actually... Um... um I don't know what I was going to say. Somebody you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So the coach of the mechanics. Which runs, we'll get to. Yeah, we'll which get we'll get to. the mechanics. Yeah. So <laughs> he owns his own, or he does designs and yeah. has uh, like a, I don't know what to call it. Uh, like an ultimate jersey clothing, apparel. Yeah, apparel like company. Apparel, an apparel company. Yeah. Yeah. So we went through him and... Company they're name super is Alt. soft. It, they're very nice jerseys. I'm so happy yes. it's mine now. <laughs> in that aspect, it just sucks when I'm wearing it in public and people are like, "Yeah, four loco," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> There's a lot of that. Whenever we're walking around with the jerseys at tournaments, everyone wants to trade for them just because they like them, I guess. And yeah. For the most part, we're all too proud and too. Um, Self-centered isn't the right word. But it's and, pretty close. And, like, culty isn't the right word either. That's, but <laughs> that's pushing it a bit. <laughs> like, it's it's something that, like, we all worked hard together. Yeah. And it's something that we have that no one else has. If you think about it, Ultimate as a whole is kind of cultish. Well, yeah. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, as, yeah, it I is suppose. a little bit. <laughs> I mean, some people are definitely more into it than others, but like as a whole, you're like, what is this weird sport <laughs> that nobody knows about, but all the people who are in it are obsessed with it, you know? <laughs> oh, if you yeah. think about it, that's that's how it sounds when you tell people about it. But anyway, so four is no longer in existence. That is correct. Yes. So now this... you, you play for... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So this year, what we did so there was this club team four and then another club team mango tree that, ah, that's a good name 
I love that name. Mango Tree was basically just University of Michigan guys. Okay. And the plan this year was to merge those teams together. Mm-hmm. Since and then High Five folded this year. Yep. High Five is no longer around. Which is unfortunate. It is that unfortunate. The A and B team are no longer in existence because they couldn't keep it together. Well, that is not true at all. <laughs> anyway, so this merger came together and it was essentially the goal was to combine all of the top talent in Michigan in the state of Michigan. Into one team. Into one team. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much essentially what happened. But there's two teams, aren't there? Because I saw your B team at yes. uh, Heavyweight. Yes, so we do have a B they team have the as exact well. same jerseys as you. They have similar jerseys. They're the same. They're not the same. They're very similar. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we basically took the top half of the Mango Tree roster and the top half of the four roster and made a team based off of that. Okay. And it's definitely was hard to merge two teams that i guess not everyone knew each other like mm-hmm. i hardly knew any of the university of michigan guys before i didn't know any of my teammates before <laughs> uh, right. some random chick from south dakota <laughs> on an iowa team <laughs> <laughs> so we combined these two i guess philosophies and these two mindsets and mm-hmm. these two teams that were different yeah and brought them together and tried to figure out what the best way to make the best team with this kind of mismatch of players was. So, and your team's called Nain, is it Rouge? Nain Rouge, Nain yes. Rouge, okay, because I definitely thought it was Nain, like, Rogue or something Mm-mm. the first few times it's that you told French. me about it. It's yep. Nain Rouge. Yeah. So, there is a Nain Rouge A and B team, though. Right? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know about the B team until I saw them, and I was like, I feel lied to. <laughs> I thought there was just the one team of the combined teams, but it turns out there's two, because there's some who aren't good enough to be on Main Rouge. Yeah. Unfortunately, our B team doesn't have as many players as we were hoping. Gotcha. So they struggle with numbers sometimes at tournaments and practices. Gotcha. Just too bad. That sucks. No, I'm yeah. just, I am making fun of them because you're here, but like, I feel bad. I like, I genuinely feel bad. <laughs> it hurts, it hurts me to make fun of people because I'm, I'm so sensitive. So, but I'm, <laughs> um, so, like, but they do okay at tournaments? I don't know. I haven't really, like, they're, they're very inexperienced. Gotcha. It's, it's a lot of really young players. Like, their first couple years in college or maybe okay. even a couple of high schoolers as well. Oh, okay. So, they're still, learning the sport and mm-hmm. like i said club ultimate is competitive yeah so they probably don't win as many games as they want to mm-hmm. but, but like i mean they're, hey they're, they're getting playing better. yeah, yeah. They're, they're getting better and they're playing so you have a pretty important role on nain rouge that was kind of decided i want to say like kind of last minute because i feel like it was it was yes yeah I, I, yeah after the fact, pretty much. So, what what is your role in the team? True, are you gonna tell? Are you gonna tell the people, or are you just gonna talk about it? Like, I guess I'll tell the people. Yeah, go ahead. If that's what they want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> what people? Let's see how many people listen to this one. I really want to see the numbers of how many downloads this one gets compared to the Grizz episode. Probably more. <sighs> we'll find out. We'll find out who's got a stronger pull: the Nebraska Ultimate Scene or the. The Michigan Ultimate Scene. All right. Um, but you're a captain. I am a captain. You are a of captain. Yeah. Yes. Is this your first time captaining? 
I have never been a captain before. So okay. This is my first time captaining. It was kind of weird how it came about. So the two, I, I guess there were essentially three people involved in making Nain Rouge happen. Mm-hmm. There's David Yu, who is the captain of Mango Tree. Okay. Brendan McCann was the captain of Four. See the guy the the tattoo on his calf, or am I no. thinking of a different? No, he was you're, shorter. Yeah, I remember introducing myself of... to him, and I was like, "Hi, I'm Shrew's best friend," and he thought that was the funniest thing ever. And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm his best friend." <laughs> Do you see me? I'm in Chicago right now. <laughs> but he thought that was funny. That's how I remember that guy. Yeah, he was the captain of. He was of the captain four. of four. Okay. Yep. And then I guess the third guy involved was Parker Howard. He was he was a player on High Five last year. Okay. And then he had hip surgery this off season. Oh shoot. So he wasn't going to be playing, oh. and he also wanted all of the top talent to be combined into one team. Okay. So those three were like the the ringleaders in getting the four and mango tree merger. Yeah. And then Brendan had actually he just graduated from Michigan Tech, uh-huh. and he got a job in New Hampshire. So in the beginning of July, he was moving away, and he was set up as a captain for Nain Rouge. But at that point, he didn't feel like he should keep being a captain living right. halfway across the country. Right. And I guess uh, the next steps from there were just, I guess, talking about like the dynamics of the team and figuring out I guess I'm not. I wasn't really. I wasn't involved before. Yeah, I was involved. You, you were, know what I'm saying. You were. You were kind of playing the field as far as trying out for different teams. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, you're. Um, I, I had decided on Nain Rouge before I knew this was even a possibility. Uh huh. Um. But what ended up happening was Brendan had talked to the other leaders of the team and threw my name in the hat for I guess like. Or a captain replacement? For a, a captain replacement for him, and I guess it made sense from the standpoint that I was from, like, the four side mm-hmm. of the merger, and yeah. the other players were from the Mango Tree and U of M side. Okay. Yeah, it does. So now you're a captain. And now I'm a captain. I was, I guess, brought up in June is when they announced the team, I guess. Okay. Um, it's... Have you been liking being a captain, or has it been like, ah, I'm not going to do this again. I'm just going to be like a regular teammate next year. Well, it's definitely been a learning curve for me. Like, mm-hmm. as you said, I've never been a captain before. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it gives me an opportunity to show my teammates how much I care about this sport mm-hmm. and how much I'm willing to go to the ends of the earth to make this work. Literally. Yes. Literally. <laughs> I was saying to you yesterday, because I was like, so when are you going to find yourself a lady who plays ultimate? And you're like, ah. After have, club season. After club season. <laughs> if you had, like, if you, I don't think you are on any dating apps, but if you were on a dating app, you're, I'm, I'm going to make the bio for you and say, hi, my name is Shrew, and uh, I'd like a girlfriend, but not till after club season, because I probably won't talk to you until after club season. That would be your, your like, dating bio. That's pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. you. But you will literally go to the ends of the earth to, like, like do something for your team or for the ultimate community that you're in. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. 
I like that. I thought I always felt like you'd be a really good leader. So when you're like, I'm going to be a captain, I was like, this is literally going to be perfect for you <laughs> because this is like everything that you could want as far as like ultimate is being able to captain a team and be able to like show that you're willing to go like above and beyond for it. Right. I could not be a captain. My captains put in so much work for our team. I'm like, I would have to be in the same city as my team to be a captain mm-hmm. for sure because. I'm so far away. Sometimes it feels like hard to be a part of the team being four hours away from mine. Yeah. But I love my team. They rock. Especially especially Patty with all her, her emails. She sends out great emails. <laughs> She's a good captain. <laughs> she keeps things organized. <laughs> but so anyway, your season is getting close to being done, though. So you have sectionals coming up and regionals. Sectionals in... I guess a week from today. Yeah, a week from today. today. Where are your sectionals at? We're going to Versailles, Ohio. Ohio. Home of Poultry Days. I want to go to that next year. Poultry Days is fun. I want to go. If you can find me a team to play on. I got you a team. Are you playing on it or would you play on your your own team? Uh, If you make the trip out there, I will play with you. Sick. That sounds like Uh fun. I want to go to Poultry (laughs) Days. This is on a recording. I can't back that. You cannot. It is. It's on a recording. (laughs) It's gonna happen. (laughs) Don't be hitting Matt's walls. Okay. Yeah, we don't want him to have to fix a wall with a hole in it or anything. He's got a nice place. He's like, I just forget (laughs) about it. Um, So now we have to talk about. (laughs) We have to talk about the Pro League of Ultimate. That so we. I'm I'm essentially interviewing a pro athlete. You are interviewing yeah, a pro I, athlete. There's nothing essential nothing. about it. <laughs> well, yeah. I just It's funny to call you a pro athlete because you're my friend. And I'm like, that's just true. <laughs> so you play, play a, a pro team. Tell us about the pro team. That's correct. So yes. I play for the Detroit Mechanics. <laughs> I'm making fun of it, but I bought a jersey. So <laughs> I'm like forever like, ah, this is the team I'm going to support. <laughs> So for the people who don't know Pro Ultimate, the league that I play in is the American Ultimate Disc League, or AUDL. There are 21 teams around the country split up into four divisions, and each of the divisions play the other teams from their division. Mm-hmm. And from there, they narrow it down to a, like a playoff system and then a Final Four weekend, mm-hmm. championship weekend, mm-hmm. where the winners of each division go. Mm-hmm. And how many games did you win? <laughs> the mechanics have been winless the past two years. Have they ever won a game in their existence? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I did not know that. The mechanics are one of the founding teams of the league. Oh, They've are been they? around since 2012, I believe. Okay. Um, I think this was year eight, maybe. Okay. But you didn't win any games. We did not season. win any games. Even this though year. you were not in South Dakota and you were literally in Detroit this summer. That's correct. Your team did not win any games. Yes. I, I supported hardcore, too. I streamed all, like almost all the games and watched them and rooted so hard for the mechanics. I'm like, they're bound to win a game someday. Yeah. We got close. Yeah. Really close. Double overtime against Pittsburgh. That's a game that haunts me to this day. And <laughs> you sent me some, your like team photo you have from that game. <laughs> You, like, sent me the team photo, and then you, like, zoomed in and, like, 
took a like a uh like you cropped just the photo of yourself sitting in the corner in the front like line and you look so sad and like like you're the saddest boy <laughs> i was like yeah. oh man she was gonna think about this for months like he's, still thinking about it still, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and this and now and now the season's over it's been over for you for a minute yeah but did you now. did you enjoy playing on a, a pro team yes yeah i what are the like benefits like going from club to like pro so for me the biggest reason that I've played in the AUDL the past couple of years mm-hmm. is just playing against the best players in the country. Really? No matter what. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. So with club, like, it depends on the schedule and, like, the elite club teams don't always go to the same tournaments mm-hmm. as the teams that are a little bit lower level. Mm-hmm. But with AUDL, you're playing the best players from Chicago. You're playing mm-hmm. the best players from Indianapolis. You're playing the best players from Pittsburgh, from yeah. Minnesota, from Madison. You're playing these people every single week mm-hmm. like there's it's just like getting to match up with like the, the best, very best the players very best people in the country in ultimate yeah right yeah and do you feel like like there are different rules in in the aodl than there is in regular ultimate like you can double team and the fields yep. are bigger my biggest issue with that the fields being bigger is all you do is huck it to each other and i feel like Pro teams need to focus more on their, like, short game. And that's all I feel like I saw was hucking it to each other deep constantly. Yeah, there's a lot of space to work with. So offense is, I guess, technically so much easier in the AUDL just because the defenses cannot cover that much ground. Right. They just can't. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't like the bigger fields. I have a hard time. It's fun with when that. you're a, a deep cutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're the one who was the deep cutter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I like I liked watching. It felt like I was really like into it this year because I've always kind of kept up with like the AUDL just a little bit, like the teams and stuff. But it felt I felt more invested in it since I, I had an actual friend in it. I yeah. did. My other friend Chili played for mm-hmm. uh, Windchill for a season. That was pretty cool. But like I right. mean, I wasn't quite into Ultimate as much as I am now. So I feel like it's different when you're definitely more into a sport. And you know people in the mm-hmm. sport, especially in our case, just because it's such a like backyard sport yeah. that nobody knows about. I can't tell you how many times I have to explain to like people when I say I play ultimate frisbee competitively on a club team. They're like, oh, like like golfing, like frisbee golf. <laughs> I'm like, no, I literally said ultimate frisbee. There's no f- golf in it. I have to <laughs> emphasize that there's no golfing <laughs> of the sort at all. I hate frisbee golf. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. I would you would think I'd be sort of good at it because I play a sport that involves a plastic <laughs> disc, but I'm not. As, I'm bad at it. But like I don't know. I feel like this past year has been a big growing year for me in ultimate because a I tried out for club teams, b I'm on a club team, and c I actually have been to tournaments and like really had I feel like full club experience. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I have sectionals next week in. Mary, like technically it's in Mary and I am, but it's like near Cedar, I can't remember, it's Cedar Falls or Cedar Rapids, mm-hmm. somewhere in Iowa. But anyway, I'm just about done with my season too, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a sad day when I don't have ultimate four or five days a week. Oh, hey, my sister's calling me. 
Uh, I won't answer that on the podcast. <laughs> um, so you you practice four or five days a week. That's correct. Oh gosh. Yes. That's so a lot. We have weeknight practices on Monday and Thursday, and then a pod on Wednesday. Okay. And then a weekend practice, usually just Saturday for three three hours or so, and then obviously if we have a tournament, then right. it's that would be the fifth day. Yeah. Oh geez. That's a lot. I know there's ultimate's not big enough in South Dakota for me to be able to even play that many times a week. I think at most I'll play three nights a week, mm-hmm. and that's at most. Well, we have like a, like how much time are we at there, Bump? Uh, let's see. Like thirty-five minutes. Oh yeah, no, we're doing pretty good on time. So Grizz took some jabs at your team. I'll let you take some j- jabs at Scythe, but just remember. <laughs> I am a scythe wife, so you can't be too mean, because I I like scythe. I love scythe, actually. Those are my boys. You can't be too mean. But I'll let you take some jabs at scythe, since Grant took some jabs at four. You know what? I'm not going to take any jabs at scythe. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> if you talked to me yesterday, I might take some jabs. Okay. But this Let's- morning, actually, I got the opportunity to play with these guys again. Yeah. And they invited me to practice. In Sioux Falls. In Norm- Sioux Falls. Normally it's in yeah. Omaha, Nebraska, but because of Grizz's wedding this weekend, they had a power weekend here. So, right. and you were you were trying pretty hard to get into that practice too. I, I was. Yeah. I, I'm, I was scheming for a little bit, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how I could get it done. Mm-hmm. And, and here we are. Eventually, it just just happened for me. You're yeah. actually you haven't changed since you had practice because that's the reason why we were so late because they had practice and then they went out to eat. And then I was like, oh, we'll be at Bumps at 2, like 2.30. <laughs> so now, but we're here. We've made it. <laughs> but now, so because they let you practice with them, you're not going to throw not a single jab at them. Not even Grizz. Mm, well, no. I, I can't take any jabs at Grizz on his wedding weekend. Yeah, I like, can't be not. done. can't yeah. be done. You got to be I, nice I'm wearing there. his face on my shirt right yeah. now. That is the jersey that you got in replace of your four loco jersey. Yes. Good good trade in my mind. Is it, though? Yes. <laughs> okay. I always wonder. And I actually, I didn't even ask you for that jersey. You just sent it to me. Mm-hmm. I think I jokingly at regionals was like, hey, can I have your jersey since I drove all the way out here? And you're like, no. No. <laughs> you're like, over my dead body. And then you <laughs> sent it to me. I was like, well, I'm not mad, but I'm just confused. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... We'll we'll leave Grizz alone this time. Maybe there will be a future podcast where we take some jabs at him. I won't. You can if you want. Mm-hmm. I love well, Grizz. He's like my big brother. I love Grizz too. Yeah. I can never take jabs at Grizz. Nah. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, so we had practice. Well, you had practice this morning. I was mm-hmm. there for a little bit. Little bit. And that's pretty... I think it's really cool that they let you Me too. have practice yeah. with them, so... It's fun getting to play with Danny again. Ah, Just Danny. Ripping hucks to me. Yeah. Love that. I love that guy. <laughs> He's like, he capped into summer league team this year for the first time ever. And he was like, it was like, he was like, this, this is weird. Like, it's just... A weird perspective to have, you know, like, he's like, I don't have to make everybody want to play as hard as me, and that's fine. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Not everybody's going to want to play as hard as you, Danny. You love to play, so (laughs) I don't know. But, but yeah, that, I basically have, that's all the questions I have for you. So, I mean, we, we cut this, 
we cut this podcast where it's at. Unless you have anything else you want to add, you want to plug anything. Mm, we spent three quarters of this talking about ultimate, and you know that's all I want to do. That's so. all you care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I know. I'm satisfied. I know, I know full well that's literally all you care about. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Bump, for the great setup of a podcast recording. Um, I guess we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.